some days you come to work and you're like, ah, man, I got to think of good angles, good takes and such. And then other days, the gods, uh, they uh, they rain heavy on you. Holy mackerel. What a 20, well, less than 24 hours. Uh, at, towards the end of the show yesterday, we're talking to Jim Ozarski of the uh, Journal Sentinel about the you know, the possibility of Adrian Griffin getting fired. And he he's not adamant. He just says, you know, it's it just seems like it's an off time. And, you know, they're heading into the All-Star break, maybe after the All-Star break, but I don't think so. They've talked about supporting Adrian Griffin. And then all of a sudden, bam, Griffin's gone. Out. See ya. Joe Prunty in. Here comes Doc Rivers. Not that I'm happy about it, but Doc Rivers is coming in. Okay. You know, he won a championship with Kevin Garnett and, Ray Allen and company, I get it, but that team was loaded, loaded. It it would be more surprising if Doc Rivers didn't win a championship with that team. So now you've got that going on. Reese Hoskins, who we talked about yesterday, there was a lot of rumors floating around out there that he's coming off the ACL and, you know, he he gives you power numbers, can be a legit first baseman. We're throwing it out there. What's he going to be? And I ju- we, we looked at all the different numbers of what he would average out to, $20 million a year and five years and this and that. And, and Grant Bill said, well, maybe get him for a one-year deal. And I said, maybe they get him for two. And damned if that's not what happened. And then the prophecy for those that were doubting came true. And I said, why did it take you 14 weeks? Why did it take you 14 weeks to figure it out? Defensively speaking, there's no way you bring Joe Barry back. And today, I mean quick and swift. They get through the uh, exit period on on Monday and Tuesday for the guys, and it didn't take them but a blink of an eye to say, Joe, you're gone. Joe Barry will not return as the defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. And uh, from what I understand, uh, and today was a whirlwind because I'm on the phone all morning. All morning I'm on the phone. And... I'm texting back and forth, and I'm getting wind that Joe's going to be gone, and then sure enough, uh, Tom Pelissaro ends up you know, getting it out there. <coughs> Excuse me. But it was Matt LaFleur collectively. I don't, I don't know if there was an instruction or what, but basically Matt LaFleur went down the hall and had to kind of put his hand in to the defense. So for all that we saw over the last three, four weeks of the season – uh, it was a collaborative effort. I'm not going to say it was all Matt LaFleur. I'm not going to say it was all Joe Barry. I'm not going to say it was all Rich Passaccia or anybody else in that defense. But um, it was a collaborative effort, from what I understand, of let's fix this defense. There are problems here. There are guys that aren't happy. There are guys that are waving goodbye. Families saying it can't get over soon enough. There's problems here. And uh, from what I understand, it was um, – how did, I, how, how did I put this at the beginning of the season? That Joe Barry would be the boat anchor that would weigh you down. And I understand that was a conversation. So give credit to Matt LaFleur for going down the hall and saying, hey, uh, I'm, I'm going to start getting in on this. Uh, I'm going to game plan both sides now and become more active and proactive in my hand being on this defense because it's not, it's not working. And uh, so even if they, from what I understand, even if they are still playing today and prepping for San Francisco, it did not matter. It didn't matter. Joe was going to be gone. 
And I, I told you, I said, there's no way you can play 14, 15 weeks of a season and still have the same issues and the same communication and the same problems and the same finger pointing and the same what the hell is going on and then say, oh, no, we're good. We fixed it over three games. After how many years? So, no. And, uh, you know, now that comes to an end. For all the people that have been complaining, screaming, yelling, now you start to look. You look at a guy like Vrabel. You look at Jim Leonard. You look at, you know, I, I know Al Harris has been brought up. Uh, you know, I, I like Johnny Hollins out of San Francisco. There's, there's a lot of different names that are out there um, uh, that there's a lot of different names that are out there that, that will be interviewed. And I know that uh, they were saying that Joe Barry's got, you know, a, a door or a window or whatever. He will not return, but he could he could possibly be some type of consultant or you know, stop. Just just stop. In other words, we don't want to pay you to do nothing. But if you want to go find a job, go find a job because you're not going to be the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. And I can't imagine any defensive coordinator walking through the door going, oh, yeah, I want his advice. Ain't going to happen. You're not going to hire a defensive coordinator to come in and take any instruction and or advice from Joe Barry. It's not going to happen. you got to put your own stamp on this thing. And Matt LaFleur doesn't want to give up the play calling. He wants to be able to continue to collaborate, offensively speaking, and, and, and continue to set up that game plan. Whoever you hire, you can watch over them, but let them do their thing and let it be different, whatever. But uh, that's, that's the way that goes. So, anyway, what a whirlwind. What a whirlwind. And uh, like I said, if this would have been something that was prolonged, where uh, it would have been a hard decision, it would have been something to the point of, well, we got to make a decision. Did Joe do enough? Let's reevaluate. We'll let everybody know next week. You know, no. This, was, this decision was made weeks ago. Weeks ago, if not months ago. Weeks ago. And... Sure enough, it came to fruition. I mean, it was swift. It was swift. Now, who they get from here, everybody's going to have an opinion. And everybody. this is what I'm waiting for. They're going to say, the Green Bay Packers have hired. And you've got numerous big names. Ron Rivera is a good defensive coordinator. Vrabel could be a defensive coordinator. Jim Leonard could be a defensive coordinator. Al Harris, people have talked about. I've talked about Johnny Hollins and a couple of the other uh, defensive guys that are out there on really good defensive staffs. So whoever they hire, there is going to be this small contingent of people that are going to say, oh, that's a great hire. Oh, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm excited. And then the majority of you, because it's not your guy, you are going to bitch and complain and moan and gripe. And this person is going to come in with a scarlet letter already on them. They're going to be no better than Joe Barry. This is going to suck because defensive coordinators are basically brought in to be abused, to be abused by the fan base, unless they have superstar talent that just balls out and plays lights-out football and puts pressure on quarterbacks, and they're the, they're the Crunch Brothers, the Crash Brothers, the Smash Brothers, the Pick Sixes. I mean, whatever it is you want to name them, it is going to be a, a, a set-up-for-failure type of situation. So, anyway, there you go. That's, that's kind of where we're at. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up? That's the phone number to do so. 877-867-1670. You can find us over on X on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. Always appreciate it when you do. You can find Grant Bills over there as well at Wisco Grant. At Wisco Grant. You can find us on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram, The Bill Michaels Show on TikTok. Uh, you can go to uh, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show as well. 
And uh, like us and follow us and all that kind of good stuff on all of those platforms. You can watch the show, and uh, the, one of the best ways to watch the show is on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, Bill Michaels Show. Same thing on Twitch TV, on Kick TV. Uh, it's under Bill Michaels over on LinkedIn. You can find us there as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you can email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com thebillmichaels at gmail.com and uh, the website simply thebillmichaels.com uh you can find us on spotify apple itunes google Podcasts. after the fact and do not forget coming up uh on the 10th on the 10th of february the two hours special on my 24 in uh, milwaukee the television uh, side of things is going to be a recap of our week uh, on Radio Row in Las Vegas leading up to Super Bowl. So don't forget to find us over there on My24. We're going to be on TV now as well. That's a lot to get through. That's like a resume right there. Uh, Grant, how you doing today? I'm doing good. We have like five or six things to talk about today if we yeah, want. So this is going to be an easy I day. Know. And lost in the shuffle of it all, and maybe this isn't everyone's bag, but... The Badgers and the Gophers played one of the best college basketball games I've watched in a long time last night. Right? That was super That was a hell of a game, too. Yeah, I, last night, I spent the night watching a game. It was on, uh, and I was watching a game, but I was moving around. Last night, I spent the night, and I, I had a lot of running to do, I thought, and then everybody that I was supposed to meet with yesterday kind of canceled because the weather was so crappy. So I got home, and last night was take down all the Christmas decorations. I still don't have the great room done, but everything else is done. And I had the Badger game on in every room last night. So I was going room to room to room and uh, taking stuff down. I had the Badger game on last night, did a little grilling last night. And uh, what a what a nice evening it was. Yeah, that was a good game. It was, game. It was great. I texted my dad, too. We're making fun of the Gophers. The Gophers shot 5 of 13 from the free throw line last night. Like, how That's do you play like basketball in the Big Ten and be that bad as a team from the free throw line? That's wild. That's just it. It was as a team. That's not like Giannis or Shaq. Yes. That's as a team. How can you be that bad? That's atrocious. So, anyway, uh, usually you're uh, as a team, you're shooting between 72 and 82%, depending on how good of a, a team you are. To shoot less than 50? It's like, wow. <laughs> Man, you'd have been better off just, you know, hacking the hell out of people and, you know, getting personals and getting thrown out of games, and hope, hopefully it became a street fight at that point. But, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, the reports are that uh, Doc Rivers is going to be the next head coach or is uh, going to be the next head coach of the Bucks. I was talking to uh, – I was texting back and forth with a person inside the Bucks organization yesterday who said, yeah, he's he's been on the um, – uh, how did he put – let me see how he put it real quick. Um, hang on a second here. I, I don't want to misquote anybody. Uh, I said, uh, how about Doc? Has this been in the works? He said he has been on the watch list – uh, for a few weeks now, uh, with a, with his radar up, we've been talking to him on and off, uh, and then I don't want to give away too much here, uh, but basically said that uh, he knew he was next in line in case things began to fall apart. Fall apart. So that was the way. The uh, that was the way that thing went. So there you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670, if you want to hit us up, that's, uh, boy, that's a whole lot of stuff to unravel there for damn sure. Uh, anything else you got, Grant, before we dive face first into the show today? Let's see. So we got Griffin, we got Barry, and Reese Hoskins. The Brewers signing Reese Hoskins last night is so awesome. 
Like that's right? exactly. And I'm glad we brought it up at the end of the show yesterday as a possibility because yes. it had been written about by some. So that might be, man, if I had to choose what excites me most, the Bucks getting a new coach, the Packers getting a new DC, or me getting to watch Reese Hoskins play first base for the Brewers. I Right now, today, I might be most excited about the Reese Hoskins news of all the things going on. I'm amped about that. Yeah, it's... Um... I'm excited because now they, for the first time in a long time, now, knock on wood, he's one healthy, two, he returns to form. But for the first time in a long time, they've got a guy just to play first base. And I, what you have to have is you got to be solid up the gut. We all know that. you got to have good, really good defensive play, shortstop, second base, center field, and your catching battery. You always have to have that. But some of your power numbers need to come from your corners. You have to get power from first base. You have to get power from left and right. You have to get power behind the plate. And finally, they're starting to fill those pieces in with a guy that's legit. Now, he's not a guy that's going to hit for 285 and plug you 35 home runs. He's going to hit 245 and probably give you 25 to 30, maybe, I'd say, 25 home runs on average. Uh, but, but that's markedly better than what you were getting out of the first base position in kind of the platoon situation that was going on over there. And if he comes back and he's even healthy after being off for a year and, and feels even better and he gives you 255 or 260, even if he only if he gives you 255 to 260, drives in 75 or 80 runs and still hits, say, 20 to 25 home runs, that's that's solid. You'll take that because that's not you haven't had that kind of productivity out of first base in a long time. So you take that right here and right now, I, I, every damn day. So I'm excited about that as well. We got a lot to get to. Um, one of the best memes that was sent to me this morning as words started to break, and Tom Pelissaro is the one that tweeted it out, that Joe Barry was was gone, was the, did you ever, I mean, I think we've all seen it at some point, but in the original Wizard of Oz, when they start singing and dancing and doing the ding-dong, which is dead. <laughs> They had uh, somebody had sent me a, a meme with Joe Barry's face on the witch, and uh, they're all all the little people are dancing around singing "Ding Dong the Witch is Dead." Uh, so uh, what a morning! What a morning! Now the hunt begins for a new defensive coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and uh, I want to start getting your calls, getting your thoughts. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. The Packers are now searching for a new defensive coordinator. We'll be back right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. of activity. Good to have you on board. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Point Brewing. Point says uh, on a day like this where <laughs> you've got hirings and firings and signings and stuff, uh, raise one up, man. Raise one up, sit back, relax, and go, okay, okay. 
Things are moving really fast right now. Let's slow down the world. But uh, in the sports world, Point Brewing says, uh, hey, do it and drink responsibly. Don't forget, uh, they have the traditionals. They have the lagers and such and the IPAs and all the different things they do really well. And then they have the seasonals, such as the Snow Pilot. Uh, they have the uh, Cider Boys Mimosas. They've got Cider Boys Caramel Apples. And then the Cider Boy First Press is the, is the original, and that's fantastic, beyond fantastic. That's our friends over at Point Brewing and Stevens Point. Brewing excellence since 1857. And uh, thanks to them for being a part of the program. We certainly appreciate it. Um, so... Where do you want to start today? Uh, I mean, the biggest news, I think, for a lot of people is the fact that um, Joe Barry is no more. It's been something that's been in the works for years. The Bucks have changed coaches. The Bucks have then changed another coach. Uh, they, you know, uh, Scott Skiles to Joe Prunty to Budenholzer to Adrian Griffin, now back to Joe Prunty, and it's going to be Doc Rivers. So they've been up and down, and in the meantime, they've won a championship. The the Packers, we don't know how close they've been because we don't know the changes in defense, so to speak, that they could or couldn't have had. You know, so uh, it, it's – I don't – I was asked this morning uh, and, and said, do you think if anybody else would have been, you know, managing this defense, how good could, could the Packers have been? I don't know. Because we saw them play a lights-out defense against Dallas, and we saw them revert back to same old, same old, uh, especially when they were needing it the most against the 49ers. Like yesterday, we were talking with Eric Branchek and Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and, and Ryan Wood of PackersNews.com and basically said it wasn't a matter of what, you know if, it was a matter of when San Francisco was going to score and what was going to happen that at that point. Um, that's how much belief or lack thereof anybody had in this team, right? So, I I, I don't know. I want to get your thoughts on all this. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, uh, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. A lot to, uh, a lot to unpack here today, I, I guess might be the best way to put it. A lot to uh, discuss, and, and you can pretty much jump in at any any one point, um, you know, and, and hit us up. We got uh, Dave Schrader, uh, WBAY-TV, is going to join us uh, coming up in the next hour. And I'm excited to get Dave on for two reasons. One is, obviously, he's you know, does TV up in Green Bay. But uh, it is a CBS this year that is doing, and I believe Dave is, uh, WBAY is CBS. And Dave uh, is going to be on site out there with the CBS guys, as he is every year, uh, covering the Super Bowl. So this year it is CBS's turn. So we'll, uh, we'll see Dave out in Las Vegas. For sure, we got Mark Schofield of SB Nation going to be joining us uh, as he always does every Wednesday, uh, a little bit less than a couple of hours from now. And then we'll talk about the Brewers signing a first baseman. Our buddy Chuck Freeman is going to be joining us from the Locked On Brewers podcast in the final hour of the show today. So there you go. Uh, Doc Rivers, just so you know, has been officially dubbed as the new head coach of your Milwaukee Bucks. So there you go. That's the, that's the way it all plays out. There you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, Melinda says, uh, hey, Bill, uh, first-time listener, first-time writer. 
says, I wanted to chime in today because I think the uh, signing of Doc Rivers is going to be huge for this team. Doc Rivers has hometown roots. He's going to want to win here more than ever. This is going to be his last and final stop and probably most successful. As a Marquette alum, I remember watching Doc Rivers play growing up as a kid. I thought he was spectacular then. I think he's a pretty good coach, not a great coach. She has in parentheses. Uh, but he's going to do enough to be better than what they currently have and propel this team forward thoughts. Melinda, first of all, thanks for taking a listen for the first time. We certainly appreciate it. And secondly, um, I, I'll t- I, I'm not going to back off my stance now. Not been a fan of Doc. There has been the championship, which was with the, the Celtics, with that unbelievable team, you know. Do you believe in miracles and, you know, whatever the hell uh, Kevin Garnett yelled out at the end of that series when they finally won it? Um, but that was a team that was loaded, loaded. What would have been a bigger headline, it would have been had they not won the championship that year. So I, I'm not saying Doc didn't have anything to do with it because that's like saying Phil Jackson didn't have anything to do with the Bulls championship run because they had so much talent. It takes the right place, right time, right manager, right things being said, and the right time to crack the whip and the right time to lay off. So I, that I give him credit for. But there has always been this drama and this catering to players. And you go to what happened with the Clippers. You go to what happened down in, in Philadelphia. And they couldn't get rid of them fast enough. It was a train wreck. So maybe greener pastures. Maybe a lot of hometown familiarity. Maybe this group of players coming in as a veteran head coach that has had been there, done that. Maybe that all changes. Maybe he starts to get more out of a team. Because it's not to say the Bucks aren't talented. They're talented. I just don't know if it was the this guy's a clown, we don't give a damn thought process or – they just genuinely don't know how or care to even put the effort into playing defense. They're, they're, they're unbelievably bad, epically bad, terribly lackluster, low effort bad. And that's the reason that Adrian Griffin is no longer here. It's not because Adrian Griffin doesn't know basketball. He does. And Adrian Griffin is a hell of a guy. I'm not, I'm not peeing on his grave at all. He is a hell of a guy. But I don't think he was crack the whip inspirational enough to be able to get those guys to step up. Now, here's the next phase in all of this. And I heard this this morning, and it made me pause, and I have to admit it's true. And I'm not a fan, but one of the national pundits is crucifying Giannis. Crucifying Giannis. This is the guy you wanted. This is the guy you okay. This is the guy you were supposed to put the effort in. You're supposed to be the leader of this team. This is the second coach, the third coach, since you've been there, that you've backed and you wanted and you loved and you wanted to keep, but yet they're gone. They're gone because of a team that is underperforming. So as a leader, are you doing enough? Not just living by example, but are you doing enough? To raise the level of the guys around you. Is your buddy Chris doing enough? Is Dame, since he got here, who we knew was a defensive liability, is he doing enough? Are you in his ear enough? Do you have that capability as a relationship guy enough? 
So, I, and I can't argue that. I can't, because everybody wants to protect Giannis. I'll wrap your arms around Giannis. Why? Because he is the golden child in the state of Wisconsin in Bucks basketball. He brought a title back to Milwaukee, the first one since the 70s, since the early 70s. I mean, all of that stuff. And is revered, and rightfully so. He has done so much right, from the diapers to the Chick-fil-A to all that stuff. He's done so much right. And I wouldn't trade him for a minute. But as this level of leader, I mean like stratospheric leader, he is to Milwaukee what Jordan was to Chicago. This stratospheric leader, does he have the same tenacity to elevate those around him? Because you didn't see Phil Jackson get fired three times. They were all winning championships every damn year because Michael would not allow them subpar performances. So people rip LeBron for not elevating those around him. People rip Steph for not controlling Draymond Green. So is it right to look at Giannis and go, that's your third or fourth coach, dude. What are you doing? What are you doing to make life better for the head coach? What are you doing to absorb the message? Are you making so much money and you've got a ring and you're so revered and adored and sitting on your pedestal that you don't care anymore? So what are you doing? And and But we're all scared because if Giannis doesn't sign here, oh, my God. Oh, my God, if Giannis doesn't sign. Oh, if he doesn't want to come back, if he needs to be traded, we're petrified. So, in other words, why hire a coach? Why hire a coach? 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Stick around. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you were going to think about uh, warmer weather, which I know we are, and the boat shows going on at the Wisconsin Expo Center, check out our friends at Skipper Buds. If you're looking for new, used, they have a huge used inventory, and right there on site, you can kind of go through the books and go through the scroll through the screens and see everything that they have. And there's accessories, but right now the boat show deals are ongoing, and it is thousands, thousands of dollars off. Uh, certain vessels. So uh, check out our friends at Skipper Buds. And when you're there, ask for Todd. Ask for Todd down at Skipper Buds. Boat sales, service, storage, 262-544-1200. They're in Pewaukee, which is the one I go to. Again, 262-544-1200. That's Skipper Buds. And, again, ask for Todd. Todd's the GM over there, and he's the guy that pencils the deals. He's the guy that has the okay. So walk in and say, hey, I'm looking for the boat show deal. And maybe I want a wink or maybe I want a little more off. Uh, I heard about it on the Bill Michael Show. And uh, talk to Todd. Todd's the guy to go to, especially if you're looking at, uh, you know, maybe a first-time buyer or maybe upgrading. You've got a trade to go along with it. So check out our friends. Skipper Buds, a boat sales service and storage. They're great, great people. 877-867-1670, Uh if you want to give us a shout, by all means, go ahead and do so. Uh, so what? So they got rid of Van Gundy, ESPN did, because they felt, at least the reasoning was, anonymously, that they felt he was going to take a head coaching job, Grant? That's what's been it, reported, and that's what's been talked about. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's BS. That's, that's crap. ESPN, uh, look, 
Did you read that ESPN is trying to buy into the leagues? And I'm not talking about just sponsorship or, or you know, coverage rights deals. They're oh. trying to buy into the NFL, Major League Baseball, the NBA. Ownership stake, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it's Disney, but they're trying to buy into the leagues because they've started their own betting site now. It's because, Do you get the sense that it's becoming dangerously close to maybe being fixed? No, because I don't I don't think these leagues and these refs are are capable enough and competent enough to pull something like that off and keep it secret, uh, which would be required for them to rig it successfully. I know that gambling has been annoying to a lot of people just talking to friends that don't bet. It's like everything is gambling, everything, every every personality or analyst is peddling their parlay and it's it's taking over everything. I don't think it's fixed, but it's annoying as hell, at least for me. I. I don't mind the look. I like when you and I do our picks on Wednesday night during the huddle. That's about the only time we pick spreads. Yeah, that's it. We don't really get into that. We don't. We we used to do a segment on the show, and we probably should, but it was a segment. It wasn't every day. And ESPN has their own betting. They they're basically their own, you know, casino now. They have their own. Their DraftKings. There's fantasy. There's uh, DraftKings. Uh, what's the other one? I forget all the time. Oh, FanDuel. FanDuel, ESPN bets. And then you've got all the betting sites now with the casinos. But those are the three because ESPN has their own betting. They are no no longer like all their segments are brought to you by FanDuel or anything like that. They're promoting their own. They are their own casino, their own bookie now. And they have the ability – with the deals that they have, because everybody thinks that, you know, Adam Schefter, boy, he knows everybody. No, basically he's ESPN's guy, and ESPN has it in their contract that they feed certain information to certain people. You know, because if it, he, he can't be any closer to Brian Gutekunst than Rob Domofsky is. But yet Adam Schefter is the guy that will break the news. NFL Network will break the news. Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissaro, those guys will break the news. We're not breaking news anymore inside the state of Wisconsin. It's the, it's the contracts of the national networks. So to have their ear and to have that relationship and now to have your own, your, your own sports book and, oh, by the way, you want to buy into the leagues, that's – you have then a way you're, – you're buying into the league that you are then putting the sports book out on. That becomes that would be like an owner owning a casino in Vegas. You 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 can't do that. You you've you've it's one thing to have a team in Vegas, it's another thing if Mark Davis owned the Bally Sportsbook. And he was making millions on his team. You you can't you can't do that, and it's that's the rumor that ESPN's floating around out there that they're looking to buy into the leagues as an ownership stake, a major shareholder in the leagues. And that's, to me, very dangerous. Because, I mean, right now you've already got the the mere appearance of impropriety by the really bad officiating we've seen this season. And it, you, once the perception of guilt falls upon you, it doesn't matter if you're guilty or not. You're perceived guilty. 
and that's the that's the fear that that I have regarding uh, the ESPN and Disney buying into these things. I think even outside of the networks, a sticky situation for me is Sham Sharania, for example, who you know breaks news for fa- or not FanDuel, but for Stadium and for other networks. But then he also promotes and is in bed with FanDuel to promote this bet and this parlay. It's like, well, wait, this is a this is one of the two or three biggest like veins of inside information. And now right. he's going to be the same guy to peddle certain parlays. I don't know. We got to try to keep these things separate. So that worries me. Some of these big information movers who are also peddling gambling products, that seems like a big conflict of interest to me. Well, that that is in the sense also that, think about it, he knows inside information. What if they reset the betting first and then break the information? They have a way to manipulate the market to make millions. That would be like him knowing, we'll just say, just you know, for S's and giggles, this weekend coming up, him knowing Debo Samuel will not play. He knows it. He knows Debo Samuel is out, shoulder injury, separated shoulder, whatever, may require surgery, probably not going to play the rest of the season. Okay, I'm, I'm only making this up. I'm not saying this for a fact. But he knows it. Now, before they announce it, they begin to make the adjustment on their own site and setting the setting the line, changing the line, and people are like, "Why? Why would you downgrade the line? Why would you know?" Oh, now, see, now you've taken the bet from whatever point spread it was down because Debo Samuel is not going to be there. Maybe they're not going to be able to have as many weapons and blah blah blah, and they've moved it down. Now they've just made a bunch of money, and then they announce, "Oh, by the way, Debo Samuel is not going to be there." Now everybody's running for a smaller spread. They've already said it though. They're ahead of the game when it comes to, say, betonline.ag and FanDuel and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous gray area right now. And, and you know, much like the, the portal, it's like, and, and, you know, NIL, once you open the Pandora's box, if you don't have a way to immediately regulate it, if you have not thought it through, if the floodgates begin to open and you're like a hockey goalie with everybody on the team firing shots at you, you can't stop them all. You can't stop them all. I mean, the pucks are flying past you and they're going into the net and you're like, holy crap, how did that happen? And all of a sudden you're trying to get all the pucks out of the net, but by then it's too late. That's kind of what likes going on right now with the NIL. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I know I went a little bit too long on that. I'll get back to the phone calls, I promise, when we come back. Stay right where you're at. Don't go anywhere. Hey, our friends at Buzzard Billy's and the Starlight Lounge out in La Crosse on Pearl Street in La Crosse. Great place. Fish fry coming up this weekend, as always, but it's just spectacular. And uh, I had a couple friends. They were out in La Crosse. They were actually pat- traveling through La Crosse, and they're heading out, uh, they were heading out to South Dakota. I don't know what for, but they were. And they stopped over at Buzzard Billy's because they actually spent the night. They were traveling from Cleveland, Ohio, and went, they came up this way. They saw some friends who actually live in Milwaukee, and then they went out to, uh, and then they're heading out to South Dakota. Uh, they stopped there and said, oh, my God, the Starlight Lounge was fantastic. David was the nicest guy, but the Starlight Lounge was fantastic. So Kelly and Keith, uh, and they're having a new baby. Congratulations to both of them, by the way. Uh, they sent me a picture of their, their sonogram, which was awesome. But uh, they were over at the Starlight Lounge. She had the N.A. martini, by the way, which she said they made, they made and mixed and was fantastic. But he said, you were right about the Snickers martini. Had that, enjoyed it, uh, and had a beer downstairs. What a great place. What a great time. What a charming town. There you go. So good stuff from our friends over there, Buzzer Billies and the Starlight Lounge. More of the Bill Michael. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
good to have you back. Been telling you for a while now uh, about the best water softening system that's out there, and a company that does it and uh, promotes veterans and helps veteran causes. That is the Water Doctors. H two the letter O H two O Doctors dot com. That's H two O Doctors dot com. Call them two six two five four nine seventy seven thirty three. John Atley and his staff. They do such a great job. They just, uh, they truly do. They do a wonderful job. And in addition to that, they're very philanthropic when it comes to veterans' causes. Big supporters of Fisher House, Wisconsin. And the Connecticut water softening system is by far the best one that's on the market. I mean, others, and no, I say that all the time, and nobody comes after me and says, oh, no, no, wait a minute. Ours is proven better. No, it's not. It's the Connecticut system. I have it in my house. I had others. So if others want to say something, they can say, oh, no, ours is best. I can say, really? I had all of these. I had two other ones, two big name brand other ones. Both of them sucked compared to the Connecticut system. Connecticut water softening system, whether it's new new home build, renovation, or you're just looking to upgrade, by far the best. H2O, H2Odoctors.com. That's H2Odoctors.com. Or call them 262-549-7733. And remember, anywhere in the state of Wisconsin, they can help you. And if they don't service your area, they will get you in touch with the people that do. That is the friends from the Water Doctors. Um, let's get over to the phone calls. Uh, let's do that. Let's go to Derek listening to us in Madison. Derek, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. What are you thinking? Well, I don't want to throw water in everybody's fire or pee on everyone's Cheerios, as they say. But the same team that chose Joe Barry are going to be the same guys that choose the next D.C., so I'm kind of concerned about that. Maybe you can walk me off the uh, walk me off the ledge on that one. But uh, well, I mean, I, it's you've got good candidates that are out there. I don't know specifically what Matt Lafleur is looking for, and I my yeah. assumption is is that between him and Gutekinds are the ones that are making the, making the call on this. So I, yeah, I'm, you would think, you know, yeah, he chose Joe Barry, and Joe was a friend of his. But I'm not overly concerned. But right. this is a to use the word important or pivotal or whatever it is there's a window here you believe you have talent so this is an important hire there's no doubt about it i mean this whole our whole going to the offense our whole wide receiver core makes less less money or around the same money as alan lassard you know and these guys are going to get paid at some point so yeah there is a window but uh i don't know it just kind of makes me nervous, but as far as this goes, do you let you'd have to let Bakhtiari go, right? Because Walker proved oh, to be yeah. the left yeah. tackle. Walker, yeah. oh god, you know, yeah. had, yes, yes, yes. I would think so because I mean the poor the poor guy. I mean, as great as he is, he hasn't played in two years, so that's right. kind of out the door. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I just I don't know. I'm told maybe you could walk me off the edge, but I mean Johnny Holland was a former Packer linebacker. I loved him then. Hopefully he's a good coach as he was a linebacker. I like Ron Rivera myself because he he's got a proven record. He's had some good defenses. That that right. would be my choice. But you know, well, Ron like Rivera has before, stated too that if he can't be a head coach, he wants to go back to being a defensive coordinator. He wants to remain in yeah. the game, and I I always thought he was a pretty good defensive coordinator for sure. Oh, no doubt about. It. Too bad we couldn't bring back Fritz Shermer. If you remember Fritz, <laughs> right? I do. Yes. No, oh, I love that guy. He was tremendous. But uh. I mean, if you're the Packers, you call Ron Rivera. Do you sit on it for a month and say, okay, if you can't get a head coaching job, we want you? Or do you just kind no. of do your due diligence and go? No, you, you know? tell him, say, you know, Ron, do you have anything in the fire? And if Ron says, yeah, I believe I'm going to get this job or I've got interviews here, 
That's one thing. I, I, have you heard Ron Rivera's name attached to anybody at this point? I haven't. I haven't either. That's what I was kind of wondering if, uh, yeah, I guess if he called up and said, I think I'll get I don't know, the Jets, let's say. I'll get the Jets job. All right, well, then you move on. But if he says, I'm, I don't know, I want to check it out, is he that right. good that you're willing to wait a few months, a few weeks, a month, and, you know, if nothing goes, you jump on it? Or you just call Johnny Holland and Jim Leonard? No, and, I, I and think if you've else. got – you know, I think if you've got if that's a guy that you would target and you believe he interviews well and he brings in all the philosophies that you want, then no, I, I think you offer him the job. And then if he doesn't want to take it, then you're like, look, we're moving on. If you're not going to take it, we're moving on. Uh, but yeah. that's if that's the guy you want. Ultimately, I think they're going to interview probably three or four, maybe five different candidates before they make the decision. But I but you you know what Vrabel brings to the table. You know what Ron Rivera brings to the table. You've already interviewed Jim yeah. Leonard. So those guys right. are already probably on your radar because you know what they can do. And if any right. one of those guys comes in and blows you away and you offer them the job and they say, well, I want to wait. And like, no, no, we're moving on. You know, we, you know, yeah. <laughs> you, you're here because we want you. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So yesterday, like yesterday, the Jair Alexander was saying is I love Green Bay six years. Is he saying goodbye? You think there's certainly sounded like it, didn't traded? it? Yeah, it certainly sounded like it. it. It certainly sounded like he was kind of giving some kind of a, a goodbye speech, and I, I completely agree. Appreciate the phone call. I got to run here, but that was another thing. Uh, Grant, did you uh, did you read the the Jair Alexander thank you for six great years type of thing? I did. I I think that's just Jair being Jair. I just think he's being I, I reflective after the money. It doesn't make sense for the Packers to move on from him. I, no. Yeah, he'll be here. I think. Yeah, I, unless they trade him away, uh, he's not going anywhere. Uh, you know, I can't imagine that Jair Alexander suddenly is going to be out the door. Uh, granted, he's making quite a bit of money, uh, but you're not going to get rid of him now because you would owe him more money. You know, the dead cap space would – you actually end up owing more money. You can get rid of him after this upcoming season, but you can't get rid of him before. So, I don't know. All right, we got one hour down. We got another hour or three hours yet to go. Stay right where you're at. We got a lot coming up today. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this.